Welcome to the Customer Mission Podcast. I am your host, Andrea Olson, and we're going to talk about all things customers, employees, and culture today. Uh, so our subject for today actually is why organizations claim they want to change, but really don't. And we had an organization come to us that was struggling to get sales trajectories turned around, and a common problem for many companies. And through extensive discussions, we identified a wide variety of issues from bloated inventory to high cost, low return investments to ineffective marketing strategies, all of which could easily be changed to get sales back on track. So the team agreed that these areas needed addressing and were eager to get sales moving up. Yet nothing happened, literally nothing. Follow-up meetings and discussions resulted in rehashing the strategies and discussing justifications for maintaining the status quo. But time was of the essence as the organization was struggling to stay afloat. So why did the leaders resist the opportunity to change? So we often believe that bringing logical arguments to the table is the foundation for instigating change. Whether it be an outside consultant or internal employee, we often burn tens of hours on researching best practices, identifying proven approaches to success, and generating piles of data to prove a case. And oftentimes, both parties are in agreement that an issue exists and the fact that the change is needed. However, more often than not, the gap remains between action and inaction. So this occurs not because the data is flawed or that one piece of information is missing that can take the discussion from idea to action. It happens because we are people, people who often want to make decisions based on logic, but are inherently guided by emotion and past experiences. Yet we continually try to build our case by piling on more data instead of examining the three underlying reasons why change doesn't occur. Number one, digesting the concept that change takes time. So when building a case, we often lose sight of the fact that we've been immersed in reading and research and have inadvertently used that time to digest the concept of the change proposed. When we deliver to another for the first time an idea, they haven't had the luxury of thinking it through. So depending on how often an organization deals with change, it may be very likely that weeks, months, or even years will pass before individuals truly internalize the idea. You'll need to set your expectations accordingly and adjust your approach along the way. Number two, coming to terms with being wrong and fear of the unknown. So fundamentally, change of any type subtly insinuates that what you were doing prior isn't correct. It insinuates that something was missed along the way. With our client, it was clear that sales were slumping and the strategic decisions they had made weren't working. Yet a new idea for change was taken as a judgment on previous decisions as an insinuation on the decisions that were made in the past weren't valid in the current circumstances. In short, it became personal. Oftentimes, people will struggle with this emotional conflict no matter how much data you plop on the table. And more data simply makes the situation worse. In addition, the change itself, even though thoroughly planned, is still an unknown. The outcomes, the processes, and even unforeseen obstacles all plague change. People often default to the familiar, the status quo, simply because it is familiar and known, even if the result is more of the same. This often results in a hope and pray strategy, rather than actually implementing change required to improve the situation. Number three, internalizing the breadth and impact of the change. 
So even when it's crystal clear that change must happen, the concept can still be extremely intimidating. Change might require massive movement or dealing with challenging situations. It may require a lot of time, additional resources, and extra effort above and beyond the usual day. This can be overwhelming, and people will often mire themselves in analyzing the perceived burden that change will create. Change often requires a new way of thinking, and this changeover requires ample mental processing. Will this change negatively impact my job? Do I trust this change that it's in my best interest? Will we even be able to complete this change or will we simply waste time and effort with no true outcomes? So while we all attempt to use data and logic to make the case for change in our organizations, making change occur is much more an exercise in psychology than in analytics. Next time you're looking to create change, think about the human side of your business and consider whether you're effectively addressing the emotionally driven parts as well. Again, this is Andrea Olson with the Customer Mission Podcast. I'm happy to have you here and look forward to talking with you next time.